showing you the future. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is Leading Off, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. It's me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia with me today, as always, is the Welsh. And it's you, the Peanuts, the Cracker Jacks, all here on our YouTube channel, Fantasy Pros MLB. If you haven't already subscribed, I'm questioning your life choices. I just am. We are getting closer and closer to closing in in that gap, too, for those subscribers who want to hit a new mark. Or, oh, I'm trying to see, where are we at exactly now, Welsh? Because I want to say Ooh. we're at the uh, almost 8K mark. Yeah, so 7 Point four one. That's what can we? Right what can we do to bribe hmm. them? Is there That's something a good question. we could? Bribery do? is really what we should be doing. Yeah. Okay. So okay, here's an idea. When we hit eight k, well, mm-hmm. say when we hit eight k, we should definitely give something away. We should not consult fantasy pros, and we should make them promise something big. We'll just put it on air, so we force their hand. That's what we do mm-hmm. here, Joe. But then also, maybe one lucky person gets a random phone call from Joe Pizapia. He will call you randomly, could be at two in the morning, and we'll talk with you for like five minutes and he'll do a Ray Liotta impression and maybe he'll leave a voicemail. <laughs> I think I like I think he could do your voicemail message. Any Joe Pizapia from... cameo related thing I will do for free if we hit AK. We I'll definitely do whoever yeah, that, that there you that go. 8, person is. Yeah, whoever that person is definitely uh, definitely in for that without a doubt. Uh I, like I hope you were paying attention to yesterday's show, boys and girls. Because uh, <clears throat> you know, Shohei Otani had himself yeah. a day. The uh, Welsh <laughs> feels like we're telling future here uh, when we, it we comes kinda, to the futures. We kind of talked about that. I was also saying, uh, remember that strikeout prop was really, really enticing. You always get a little like, eh, whenever you see him at like six and a half or seven or something like that. But it was like, hey, take that. And if he goes out and he dominates, watch out what's going to start happening and watch that line move. I have not looked to see if that line moved, but big, big dominant performance from Shohei Otani with 13 strikeouts. Would have loved to, him to have a homer to go with it, mm. but within a two-day period, two homers, eight RBI, and 13 strikeouts, kind of MVP-ish. No big deal. Not not too bad. Not too shabby there uh, in terms of Shohei Otani. So, yeah, Otani follows up the eight RBA RBI game, excuse me, with a 13 strikeout game. Not too bad. Uh, Jordan Alvarez hit two more home runs. So anybody who was good in baseball last night was good last night in baseball. Like that, that was pretty much the Wait, tale. What? Like, you say anyone the, that's good was good. Anyone that is good in baseball was good last night. Like all the best of the best. I feel like we're shining last night. Jordan Alvarez had the two home runs. Aaron judge had the two monstrous home runs there. Shohei Otani striking wow. out 13 guys. It was kind of like the stars were out in Major League Baseball. Kind of felt like to me. Yeah, uh, teacher, uh, Jesse teacher. Winger. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I have a comment to add. Uh, oh, unless okay. you want to finish your, this is on the Otani MVP stuff. Unless you want to, oh, no. oh, we're going to get more stuff. to that. Uh, we got plenty of time to do Otani MVP, so I'm all, I'm here for that whenever you want. But go ahead, okay, you well, can start more. I just happened to look over on DraftKings as we were going, and I, you know. I don't know where you were pulling from yesterday, uh, the exact odds, because I believe it was even money on Judge and fi- and mm-hmm. uh, plus five to one, essentially, on Otani. Over on DraftKings, I will say Judge is minus money on DraftKings at 125. So that's a newer development. But Shohei Otani is now 380, plus 380. And we predicted we would get at four if he has a really good performance. Mm-hmm. I don't think we thought 13 strikeouts was in the future. He's now under four to one. Otani is not the favorite, 
but moved to under four and one. Yeah, well, we'll get to those betting pros lines in a second there. And look, we told you Mm. we're trying to help you out. We're trying to win you money here. We're trying to do good deeds. I hope you're paying attention. I hope you're with us. Uh, Jesse Winker Homer drove in three runs against the A's. George Kirby, six scoreless innings for him. So good start for Mr. Curbs. Uh, Austin Hayes had himself a night too, head for the cycle and still a rain shortened game anyway. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, You also had Nolan Arenado go ahead to run Homer. Oscar Gonzalez at a Homer, the Cleveland guardians are in first place right now freddie freeman uh left the yard yesterday and a win over the reds and pablo lopez fans six in a victory over the rockies while the braves uh picked up charlie morton who started well carlos Rodon with a good road start which we talked about his road starts haven't been great well he was good last night 10 strikeouts but the braves got the big walk off so uh look the headlines are yours welsh what, what do you want to pick and choose from today Oh, well, I mean, I, I kind of want to just talk about Otani all day if we could, but we don't need to. We've already gone there. Uh, as far as these, I continuously love cycles. I think Austin Hayes is crazy, crazy underrated. And I kind of even like acknowledge that to myself in the preseason when, you know, going through ranks and Austin Hayes just had that like long period of time where he was just struggling with injuries, just completely unheralded as far as his offensive impact. You know, with the Orioles, we talk about Ryan Mountcastle, not just because of Mayer, but mm-hmm. Austin Hayes is definitely one of those. It, really in Dynasty, too. I don't think he gets quite the love. Uh, I'm quite the fan of Austin Hayes long term. And, you know, the other two that just jump out, no, I guess no surprise, it's all young guys. Uh, very much into seeing Kirby continue to dominate in this respect, because especially early on in his first couple of starts or after his first two, I think it was his like next three, he was just pitching to crazy contact. He's finding rhythm and Oscar Gonzalez, major, major contact guy who continues to hit under the radar for everybody. Really? Mm -hmm. He's not a big monster power guy, but he just makes tons and tons of contact. He did hit a homer last night, drove in four, probably someone you should take a look at maybe in 12 definitely deeper but maybe in 12 and stuff like that you could stream him he's great for batting average and it's not completely empty so uh young guys showing out you said all the stars are being stars well yeah, the young man. guys are starting to show out as well yeah here's some uh here's some fun requests too from the peanuts and cracker jacks wonky penguin wants me to call at 2 a.m and do a shakespearean monologue in ray Liotta voice i'll do that i got no i got no problem with that uh my like cousin that. wants me to call him as christopher walken i call him anyway so it really doesn't make much sense here. Uh, if <laughs> Donnie, Joe calls me, wrong. <laughs> I want a five-minute apology directed towards uh, Dare Ogunbowale. Uh, mm, no, I like no, that. That I won't do. No, no, I think that's a fair. But I here's the limits. deal, though. I think this offer ends July 1st. So <laughs> you guys, <laughs> who, but I want to say this specific <laughs> offer, we're going to like... I mean, Joe, I'm the one that's setting fantasy pros up. I say we give them away some give away something that they're not comfortable with. And Joe will call. He will follow you on Twitter and he will call you. I'm just setting this for Joe and Joe will call (laughs) you personally from his phone and talk to you. But we have to get to 8K by July 1st. If not, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give away thing. I'll give away old baseball cards. I'll do all kinds of fun things. We get to AK. We'll we'll definitely make that work. I got no problem with that. Incentivization yeah. is good. Uh, injuries are not. Sal Perez undergoing MRI on that injured thumb, but Jorge Alfaro, mm. or excuse me, Jorge Alfaro, yeah, keeps on hitting home runs. Yeah. So uh, isn't that kind of the perfect guy right now to be grabbing and, and stashing on your bench and uh, hopefully I mean, put him in the lineup next week? Or if you can get him now at a daily transaction league and put him in your lineup, right? 
I, I, didn't I just talk about him yesterday? I, I think we just talked about this yesterday. This is a guy I picked up uh, personally in tout in these two, you know, these awesome two catcher league, you know, these things that everybody wakes up and everyone's like, oh, you know what? That's going to get me into fantasy baseball, two catchers. That's what's going to get me when we're really trying to, you know, grow the sport. But Jorge Alfaro is one of those guys who's even moving beyond just two catcher leagues. Um, it's funny, something we're going to do here in a little bit uh, had me having to look at catchers and voting on mm. catchers. And it's something I don't want to do. Um, my catcher stance is very similar-ish to Jake Seeley's kicker stance, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm just not into it. Though I won't like not have no, my see, team that, that's win a little different. Like you kickers. can play fantasy football without kickers and your life is perfectly fine. You should play with a catcher. Playing with two, especially yeah. in 15-team leagues where you're going 30 deep, is nonsense. It's it's it makes no sense to me. I but understand my, why it was once. Actually, I don't even understand why it was once a thing. I really don't. I don't at all. I don't get it. Like uh, everything else in fantasy baseball, for the most part, makes sense. I mean, we have the corner middle infielder thing. That's just to get a few more hitters in. But like two catchers. Uh, but I mean, I guess to the fair point, someone could argue is like, why do we have five outfielders as well? But. Uh, beyond the top couple guys, it's a big clump. I actually just was working on my uh, my updated redraft ranks, which I'm going to have over at NSLeague.com uh, July 1st to write it in the first week of July. And it's a huge clump to me. Like maybe there's one mm-hmm. guy at the top and then there's like seven guys over here. And then it just keeps kind of just getting well, especially more Sal money. Perez has been awful this year for the most part. I mean, oh, like, Will Smith hasn't been, Will Smith hasn't get, been good. Ray Muto, Muto has been, has been terrible. But my point, is is that back end if, if you're living in that pool Jorge Alfaro is exactly the type of guy you should own and should yeah. have because you can dump whatever Sean Murphy or whatever uh, loser catcher you have and you pick him up and you run Alfaro out there for a bit and then when he struggles you just move right on Alfaro's really really great was once a top prospect as well with oh, the yeah. Phillies as a catcher went to the Marlins and now say, he's here uh, I want to say start out with the Rangers if memory serves am I correct uh, n- uh mm, I believe mm-hmm. it was the Phillies uh, now well now I'm gonna have to look Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. let's see I think Jorge he was Alfaro a Ranger first draft I think he was drafted by the Texas Rangers um I mean I well, he was know, there at some point you. there was some Alfa- is maybe the he case. went there from the Phillies maybe that's what I'm thinking of but now, I, well, now I got to look. Well, now I've I've thrown a challenge to Mr. Prospect here. If I get this right, then that's one of my calls. Oh, I'm going to sure. be super. I'll be. It'll be super upsetting <laughs> if you're if you're correct about that. Let's see. You know what? You are right about that. In two. Yeah, man, this is wild. I don't remember this at all. Two thousand. Could you say it one more time? Because I never hear it. Joe. You're right about that. Yeah. You were right about that. Uh, 2010, he was drafted by the Rangers, it looks like, and he was with them through 2014 Mm -hmm. to high A, and then he was traded to Philly in 2015, and he was with Philly all the way through 2018. So my prime mental years of Alfaro Mm -hmm. were in the Philly years. I'm trying to remember. He was in a deal that went over to the Phillies for, it was something like relatively useful. Like I remember it was kind of a deal, you know, the transaction was off the top of my head, but I do remember him being with the Rangers when he came up and and look, and sometimes it just takes guys a long time to figure things out, or maybe just a hot streak. Uh, Regardless, before we get into the rest of the show, I do want to tell everybody who's watching and listening. We are going to vote for the all-star game today, live on the show. So Welsh and I are going to fill out our ballots here and we would like you to participate if you are one of the peanuts and cracker jacks you can have your vote as we're going uh position by position because there's no real dfs tonight it's a thursday night it's like a short slate so we said hey let's have some fun the all-star games around the corner i'm gone next week 
let's do a, a, a fun thing. Let's do bits. I love bits. I know everybody loves bits. You love bits. I've got the trade, by the way. I oh, believe. what is the trade? Uh, it's a it's a whole article, so it's a little complicated. Hmm. I believe it looked like for a minute this was in a. Um, it wasn't the Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels. It looked like it, but it goes. Oh my gosh. The Phillies. The Phil. Let's see. Um, yes. Cole okay. Hamels. So the Phillies agreed to trade Cole Hamels to the Rangers in exchange. The um the Philly. Let's see. The Phillies got Jake Thompson, Jorge Alfaro, Jared Eckhoff, outfielder Nick Williams, and Alec Asher, right-hander. I mean, what a pile of garbage to look back on. One of my oh, favorite things. You know what? I might start a new podcast, Joe. I might start a new <laughs> podcast, and the podcast is going to be bad prospect look, trades. It, no, it's going to be going back on trades, looking back on trades, and maybe able to do a five-year window and just analyzing one trade an episode. That's going to be my new podcast because think of how blockbusterish this was. I do remember this at the time. Mm -hmm. Nick Williams was a huge prospect, and look at what garbage. This is no one exists in this trade except literally no one exists in this entire trade except Jorge Alfaro. He's the only one that well, he was the big this. piece because he, he was, was the big, big power hitting catcher that was supposed to go in and then, you know, hit a bunch of home runs in that little Philly ballpark. And it just never happened, unfortunately. No. So, and he was I mean, up right around uh, JP Crawford. I think that's why my brain gets Alfaro is Philly because no, right. he was up around the JP uh the JP Every Crawford now and then the Joey P memory comes through God, every now and then the worst thing you getting this right. It's the worst thing. Thank God you're on vacation <laughs> next week. Thank God. Uh, I'm actually surprised that you, I I'm surprised that you didn't just come to it sooner there. Didn't but, register uh, in my brain. Jorge Alfaro. It was all Phillies. Right. So. We spent way too much time on Jorge Alfaro today. Let's, let's, uh, let's spend more. Let's spend more time on Shohei Otani instead. So okay. if you were listening yesterday, we told you some places had it about five, right? maybe even five and a half. I don't yeah. know. One house had it at six. The consensus betting pros number. Now the consensus number is plus 400 after last night's performance. It moved a whole, <laughs> a whole 25%. It moved 25% right? uh, kind of overall. And in some places as well, she's saying it's plus 350 on bet MGM plus 350 over on FanDuel uh, on DK. Would you say DK had it on 350? Uh, DK well? is 380. 380 has a no. okay so and fox bets at 375 so look um this was coming you had to be prepared for it hopefully you got it at the five to one now here's the thing i'm gonna say now it's back to three and a half so if you didn't listen last night welsh is this the time for people to go in at three and a half again if they want to get otani because now if he rattles off a really hot end of june into the all-star game you know yeah there's a real good chance here that Shohei Otani is going to get real close to Aaron judge here at some point. So yeah, there's a couple things with that. We actually, we did, we did this conversation um, over on the, in this league pod uh, that aired today because Bogman has been like you kind of in the exact same respect that any bet besides Otani is silly. And here's the thing. Uh, one of the focuses we did in the episode was looking at like um, uh, future projections the rest of the year. If you go by projections, the bat X, uh, Derek Cardi's probably one of the most accurate. I think it's been voted in that respect. If you go by Derek Cardi's uh, projection systems, Otani will have over 185 strikeouts, mm -hmm. uh, over 10 wins. He will have a low, th like around 3-3 ERA, and that's as a pitcher. On the hitting side, he will have around 35 homers, over 20 stolen bases, and he will have 100 run and 100 RBI. So think about that for a minute. 35, 20, 100, 100, and then like a 270 batting average. 
while also striking out almost 200 with double-digit wins. Listen, Aaron Judge is incredible. He had two more homers. He added to his cause. I just don't see a world where if he hits those numbers, I don't care what a judge does. It's kind of like the, the Vlad. Well, it's the same thing with Vlad last year. Yeah, I told remember? everybody, oh, he's going to hit triple, triple crown. crown. It doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter at all. I completely agree. So, yes, I think um, this is the time to still bet Otani because if this continues, if you keep going, if he gets hot, this is only going to get closer. It's only mm. going to come down. At some point, it's going to be judge plus 125 and Otani at 185. So you're only going to get extra odds here and uh, the the best thing to continuously say is you know these books really should consider stuff like what FanDuel does where you can buy out of it if you want mm -hmm. because then your investment is an absolute no-brainer because you're only going to add money at this point that's one thing right. I feel really confident about even if he doesn't win if you play on FanDuel specifically where you can buy oh, you're out going to be plus you are money. You only going yeah. to profit mm -hmm. on this so yeah it's yeah. an absolute bet for me all right, uh, here's fun facts for you. With six multi-homer games already this season, Aaron Judge joins Babe Ruth, 1928, as the wow. only player in franchise history to achieve that feat with the Yankees in his first 70 games of a season. That's according to ESPN Stats and Info. Judge has 22 multi-homer games as a Yankee, trailing Ruth, who has 68, Mantle has 46, Lou Gehrig has 43, Joe DiMaggio 35, and A-Rod at 29. So, Judge wow. has been great, but, uh, you know, to be a great Yankee takes a lot more. Uh, on this day in baseball, here's a fun one. 1984, and I remember watching this game as a kid in Brooklyn. I remember we were, it was a, I think it was a Saturday afternoon, I believe, if memory serves. How and clearly memory serving me pretty well today. 1984, the Chicago Cubs, Ryan Sandberg hit not one, but two late inning home runs off Bruce Suter. He tied the game. Then it went to, uh, I think it was 11 innings, and then Sandberg hit the walk-off after that. Uh, so it was just an incredible thing where, you know, they came back there. Uh, just I just a vivid childhood baseball memory, and Ryan Sandberg was one of my favorite players. How old are you? How do you? I, I was old. one. I, how old were you? I how was you? six years old. I was six years old. And I, again, I, I, I certain baseball things for me, just vivid memories. I mean, baseball, sure. I mean, it wasn't much on TV, <laughs> you know? So like when you got yeah, game of the three week, channels. you remember these things, but I remember we were supposed to like go out to dinner or something. I was like, wait, 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 I want to see this. I want to, this is great. This is really like, well, I was being a pain in the ass. <laughs> Your parents are like, we're going to go eat. You're like, Hey, yo, hold on. Hey, yo, hold come on. on. I'm on. I'm on. Yeah, there's like three channels. I, I mean, I, I was one and I don't mm -hmm. really remember anything probably pre 10 years old so kudos oh, no, to see, you i have very vivid i have like that weird like sheldon cooper identic memory kind of thing uh also 1988 george steinbrenner fires billy martin for the fifth time today in baseball replaced cool. it with lou pinella then in 1985 pinella was fired and replaced by billy martin and in 1985 later that year martin was fired again and replaced by pinella i mean i just wish this all happened in the days of social media because the memes yeah. for steinbrenner and and Billy Martin would have just been absolutely spectacular. All right. Yeah, I mean, we really missed good. out. Like that would have been a special time. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the madness of an owner now firing a manager and then rehiring them once, let alone five times? I mean, that is absurd to think that that could pretty happen. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, happened. you know, they used to smoke in the dugout back then. So, I mean, crazy yeah. stuff was happening back in baseball That's in the 80s. Cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Back <laughs> a lot more stuff than that. A lot more stuff than cigarettes. All right, here's a fun question. Your trivia question of the day, and this is courtesy of our own Mike Mayer. Uh, Austin Hayes hit for the cycle. Who was the last Oriole 
player to hit for the cycle? If you know the answer, drop it in the chat mm. over Fantasy Pros MLB channel. And you're in the show. Again, who's the last Oriole to hit for the cycle? Bro- and I will say, Lady Anderson? Felix PA did it. This is the second time Felix PA has come up on the show in two mm. weeks, which is That's a lot of pie. Absurd. Uh, but he did not do it. It is a lot of pie. So if you know who it is, drop so it in a- there. So your, your hint is it was after Felix PA. Correct. It's between Felix PA and hard place. No, it's between Felix PA a lot and of... uh, Austin Hayes. So Ooh, there's a good guess by Andre. I love that. I think it's, I think it's, I think Andre just got it. Am I correct uh, about this? Did Andre just get it? Uh, no, but Melvin Moore is a good answer. That's a great, not guess. That was Andre, great guess Mora. there. Melvin Moore. There's a player I haven't thought of in a I long know, time. Oh, I know. It got me excited. Like I saw I will give another hint though. Like, Ooh. like Melvin Mora, this player did play for the Mets and the Orioles in his career. So that should be mm, a little bit of help that too. Doesn't help me. But okay. <laughs> All right, let's uh move on here to the next bit of the show here. Let's do a little uh deep dive, uh, because we haven't done one in a little bit, and then we'll do our all-star voting and do some home run calls. Uh so deep dive here over the last 15 games. I was looking at who the run leaders are, you know, in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber is up at the top with 14. Nobody has more runs scored over the last two weeks than Kyle Schwarber. Um, one of the best by lows. We talked about him a million times. Adolis Garcia uh, is at 13, along with Jake Cronenworth, Glaber Torres, also at 13, CJ Cron at 12. And then you got Danny Mendick with 12 as well. Another name I did not expect to see. And Good Amad old Rosario. Mendick. Out, out there as well so uh some surprising names there on that list in terms of um you know guys who are getting it done right now and look when someone's hot in the in those two weeks you know you, you gotta be playing them you gotta be putting them in the lineup but i thought some of those names there were pretty you know eventually you get to the chisms and the goldschmidts and the aaron judges of the world at 11 but there's a whole other group up at the top here and uh schwarber was the top one and i think schwarber if anybody's responded to the joe girardi firing it feels like schwarber has been that dude yeah, I agree. You know, um, a little jump ahead, I suppose, to um, to the all-star voting. But mm-hmm. seeing Adolis Garcia on here, Adolis was actually somebody that I threw on. I threw on Adolis Garcia on my voting because he has been phenomenal this year. Mm-hmm. Um, statistically, it was actually in the uh, there's a Fantasy Pros article that everybody might want to go check out of buy lows. And I think Joey and both myself are on there. And one of the things that was interesting, um, one of the guys I had was Juan Soto what the opposite take can be is Adolis Garcia is beating Juan Soto in every single category except for homers. And they're one apart every other category he's had. And he's continuously been great over the last 30 days. I believe Adolis Garcia on Yahoo's algorithm, number one player in standard five by five. So Adolis Garcia, um, not surprised he's on this list. And I almost put him uh, on the all-star voting as well. All right. Very good. All right. Let's move on to, uh, Oh, actually, we'll give you the trivia question first. So, uh, and nobody seen Miguel Tejada again. Oh, oh, somebody did get it. Look at Daryl. Daryl got it. Jonathan VR, VR is the answer. Well done. Brian Roberts was a good guess. Brady Anderson was a good guess. But again, I told you, it's more recent. So this was uh, Jonathan VR was the last. Yeah, Bra- well, Brady Anderson was my guess. I literally spouted it out right before you mm-hmm. said the fa- Felix PA thing. And I was like, oh. 2019 okay. is when he did it. That was the last Oriole to go ahead. Good job, Daryl. You win my Good undying job, respect. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's fly through some of the heroes and zeros, and then we'll go ahead to our home run calls and vote for the All Star Game. Uh, let us start here, of course, with Shohei Otani at the top eight. 
scoreless innings for him. Carlos Rodon, seven innings, one earned run, 10 Ks for him. Charlie Morton, 11 strikeouts. Boy, oh boy. Morton finally getting on track after just a terrible first couple months of the season. Pablo Lopez was good again. Seven innings, six Ks, no earned runs. One run did given up by him. Uh, George Kirby, one, uh, excuse me, one walk, six Ks, six innings pitch, no earned runs. Austin Hayes, four for four with a cycle. We mentioned Jordan Alvarez with two home runs. Carlos Correa with two home runs also. Aaron Judge with two. Gio Arshela with a home run uh, and a triple three RBI. Ahmed Rosario, four for five with a home run. Patrick Wisdom with a home run. Jazz Chisholm with a home run as well. Jared Eikhoff was not good. Ten earned runs is the first time ever in Pirates history that the first time a, a guy took the mound for the Pirates gave up ten earned runs. So way to make history, Jared Eikhoff. Good job. Uh, Lucas Giolito. That again, the ERA is up to 5-4. Seven earned yesterday, 11 hits. What's the uh, situation here with Giolito? Because uh, I'm concerned that it's a, it's a health issue here, Welsh. I do not like this trend here for Giolito at all. This is not uh, good. I, I think it might be the same thing. I'm actually going to do a little bit more of a deep dive. I'm going on uh, Rotowire today with Jeff Erickson, mm-hmm. and that's one of the guys we're going to be talking about. Uh, I, I, I don't think there's a stuff issue. I mean, believe me. Giolito hurts me more than anybody because that was my preseason guy. I had a preseason bet on him. I thought this was the year uh, he was coming into his own on strikeouts, was going to go deep into games, was going to lead that rotation. Really everything that Cease was doing outside of the crazy strikeouts, I thought Giolito was going to be the number one guy regardless of that. And I, I think there's got to be an health, a health issue with it. I mean, I think over his last nine five starts, he's got like a nine ERA. He's absolutely blown up. He's thought not throwing quality pitches on strikes and he's getting hit up left and right. And there's no more strikeouts to speak of. So Giolito is not somebody that I'm done with. I definitely think you need to proceed with caution until we get, um, you know, we get some answers. Is there an injury? Does he have to have an IL stint? But this is worrisome. This is really, really worrisome yeah. because we're, we're beyond the whole, like, Hey, could he like win awards? And could he, no, it's like, oh, can it's we like, really do maintain? I want to start him? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's can we maintain starting him. Yeah. I agree. Man, and I made trade for him my home league this year with, and I, I tell you, man, like I was like, Oh, Chris is great. I can't believe I got him at this cost. This is fantastic. Yeah. And it was a team that was looking to rebuild the two. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. A cost efficient guy too. I can keep him next year. Dude, it has not been good. Not been good whatsoever. I can tell yep. you that. So no bueno. Uh, very, very frustrating. Very frustrating, no doubt about that. All right. Uh, let's move on here to uh some more. What do we have? What do we have? We have <laughs> of course uh more hitters who were bad. So uh let's oh, go to that. Actually, horrible. we'll go to a couple more pitchers too. Paul Blackburn, seven and runs, Mike Mayer did a little dance. Uh Tariq Scooble, six earned runs, so a bad start from him. Remember last night we were kind of yesterday on the show, we said Look, uh, normally we're all over Scuba. Let's stay away from it against Boston. So I'm glad yeah. we did that. Tristan McKenzie, uh, six earned runs. He had been very good. This was a bad start for him. And Carlos Carrasco got lit up by the Houston Astros, five earned runs. Yeah. Dalton Varsho, 0 for 5, 2 Ks. Wilson Contreras, 0 for 5, 2 Ks. Uh, Luis Urias, uh, 3 Ks, hitting just 212 over 43 games. Not good. Marcus Simeon, 0 for 4 with 3 Ks. Same for Nolan Gorman. Uh, Jeter Downs, 0 for 4 with 3 Ks. But Boston did chant let's go jeter in fenway park so how do you feel about that well i mean get used to 0 for 4 with three k's for jeter down so if you're a red sox fan get used to that stat line because it's gonna be going mighty familiar mighty mighty familiar (laughs) all right so the time has come it's time for us to vote for the all-star game so if you've got your uh your favorites here that you want to vote for again we're gonna do a position by position start with first base um look to me it's first base is pretty easy uh i know Goldschmidt and Alonzo have been very close. 
It's very difficult in the National League to pick one of them, but I have to give it to Paul Goldschmidt, who's hitting 339 right now. So I'm going to go ahead and vote for Goldschmidt in the National League at first. Who are you voting for? Yeah, I mean, same thing. I don't need to. I don't need to add too much to it. Completely agree. Easy choice, uh, Paul Goldschmidt for one. Even though I know uh, Alonzo's doing the work, this was easy. Where the AL first baseman was not easy. You know, the AL first baseman. I want to give Ty France a chance. I oh, really do. Me too. I went I the do. same exact spot. I'm surprised. batting average. I want to go with Ty France. That's who I want to vote for. Uh, I just feel like he deserves. You know, like how many times is he going to get voted over? Vlad Guerrero Jr. Not many. So let, let's give him a chance here. You know, Vlad's probably gonna make the team anyway, because he's Vlad. Now, second base, I think it's pretty easy in the American League. It's Altuve for me. Do you agree? Uh, no, actually, you know what? I just didn't like that number. I actually went with Torres, uh, 32, uh, okay. hit 32 RBI with 13 homers. Just looking at the position, I didn't, I mean, I'm shocked. Santiago Espinal is number two here, but Altuve has 24 total RBI right now. Uh, Glaber has the exact amount of uh, homers and mm -hmm. he's got like 50% more RBI. Altuve did that miss is... the week though, didn't he? I remember he was on the IL. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. So. I mean, they're almost the same batting average. I think it's actually pretty putrid uh, second base here. So I actually went with Glaber over uh, Altuve. And in the National League, is it Jazz Chisholm for you? Which has got to burn, right? That's oh, yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. Okay. So third base here. Let's go into third base again. If you want to vote along with us, go for it. Uh, third base, it's tight here between Jose Ramirez and Rafael Devers. But to me, it's got to be Jose Ramirez. I'm sorry. Yep. Like, he's yep. just been unbelievable. So we were on board with that. Samesies. Okay. Samesies there, National League. Manny Machado, right? I mean, it's pretty Same easy. Easy. Okay, Those are easy ones. This is one of the easier years of voting for the All-Star game. All right, here. This is going to be harder. Shortstop yeah. uh, in the American League has not been great. <laughs> I mean, no. you got, you know, Bo Bichette is leading the voting right now. Tim Anderson is second, but Tim Anderson's been on the IL for a couple of weeks. Uh, Bogarts is a nice player, but uh, wh where do you want to go for this one? Uh, you actually just said him. I actually, um, I would have loved to have gone Franco. I think there's all these great names. I went with Xander Bogarts. He's hitting 335 with 31 RBI and almost 900 OPS. Um, I think the names are out there, but this is a pretty easy decision for me. All right. What about the National League? Where are you going here? Dansby Swanson have a good year, but it seems like Trey Turner, right? Yeah, I almost went Dansby, but I'm going with Trey Turner. 50 RBI, uh, lots of stolen bases. It's It was pretty easy, Trey Turner, even though Dansby is an easy all-star this year. How many catchers do you want to vote for today? Just one? <laughs> I mean, I, I voted for none. I didn't I didn't vote for a single catcher, though. I'm voting uh, for the a fat guy. I'm voting for Alejandro Kirk. Come on, yeah. let's go. Let's have some Ale's fun. garbage. I literally look at it, and I don't know who to pick. Like, I, he, he's first in voting. Sure, if you want that. A on the NL well, side. Well, National League is Contreras. I mean, Wilson Contreras easy. Yeah, it's Wilson Contreras easy. But I, I just don't see an AL catcher, uh, honestly. I think they're just uh, – Kirk, maybe, I guess. All right. So, in the American well, League, in the outfield, Aaron Judge, I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Okay, Aaron Judge, we're locking and loading there. Who Easy. is your second guy that you want to lock and load in the outfield? Trout? Um, well, Trout is on there, yes. Okay, so I'll give you my last one. I think Trout and, and him are easy. I went with Julio Rodriguez as my third one. Oh, I told you I was, considering, I was considering Adolis in there, but Julio, with how he's played on the year, almost hitting 280, 33 RBI, you know, tied or been lead. I don't know if he got surpassed, but at the top of stolen bases, he's been a linchpin. I think it's actually pretty easy. Uh, Julio number three, just as long as it's not Buxton. Uh, that that's, I didn't uh, put Buck. I'm not. I'm not. Come on. I'm not. I know. I know. I'm just teasing you. I'd like uh, to, but like to but yeah, I, you know, Julio's fun. I like the Julio one. Um, it's tough here. Springer and Stan are kind of the same guy. Like they're kind of similar. I don't know. I mean, I like George Springer, but you know what? I think you convinced mm -hmm. me with Julio. You know, leading the American League in stolen bases too. Let's go. Uh, mm -hmm. In the National League, though. 
Uh, let's go to these guys. Uh, you want to put Acuna in, even though he missed time, or no? I did. He was actually my last choice. Um, he was well, we also all stealing bets, right? That's the yeah. One Mookie was number okay. one, uh, regardless of injury. Acuna got there. He's put up good numbers in a very short period of time, so he's pretty easy to put up there. And my last one, you know, I really struggle with NL outfielders. Mm-hmm. I actually put the Schwarbs. Uh, the Schwarbs, even though the batting average is low right now, yeah. I put 19, 19 homers, thirty nine RBI. But I could be sold in a different direction because I'll also tell you Bryce Harper's listed as a DH on this. So that kind of changed for me. Uh, it would be Harper. I kept trying to add him and I'm like, why is this not working? But he, he's a DH. So I went with Schwarbs, but I'm not confident about it. Uh, he's just such a mashing home run guy. The average is pretty putrid though, to be an all-star, but I just don't see like, who did you pick? Who else? No, I actually Doc. think Schwarber is the right answer. I mean, he's got a ton of home runs, and that's fun. That's what you want. You want some power in there. Uh, Bryce Harper does make sense at DH, but the problem is the American League now. You got Jordan Alvarez and uh, Shohei Otani you got to choose from. Now, look, he, he, yeah. you can't deny Alvarez, I feel like, as a hitter. But I want Otani in this game. I mean, I'd love him to start the All-Star game. That would be my ideal situation. So yeah. that, that's that's where I'd like to be. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, I went with Alvarez. I went go? with Alvarez over mm-hmm. the assumption that he would be a starter. You know, he would make the lineup and he'd be a pitcher and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I went with Alvarez. I mean, he's hitting over 300 with 21 homers and a thousand OPS. I don't know how he doesn't be the starting DH. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be. All right, we got to get out of here today. Before we do, give me your Home run call for the night, Welsh. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to go Buck. We're going to go the Buxton. Speaking of, uh, Plesak likes to give up some homers, 10 homers and 60-ish innings pitched. He didn't play yesterday. He should be in the lineup today. Give me big bombs from Byron Buxton. All right. Give me Jordan Alvarez at two yesterday. We've got Judge and Alvarez going head to head. Give today. me so no whammies. Really fun. So I'm going to go with the Alvarez side of that one. So that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. Don't forget when you make your wagers, go over to betting pros. And of course, make sure you bet $10 to win 200 at BetMGM, the king of sports books. That's all you got to do. Promo code leading off. One word is leading off. Go to BetMGM right now. I know we rely on the props and DFS today, but that was the all-star game special. But if you're going to make your Otani move, now's the time to do it and do it at BetMGM again. Leading off is the promo code when you sign up for new users at betmgm.com or download the app. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for the Welsh. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. You're all all-stars. No Buxton. No Buxton.